Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church in Chicago. My name is Pastor Joel Hess, and uh, what a joy it is to preach the good news to you. May God bless your ears and heart that you have the hope and peace that we have in Jesus Christ, and that the Lord changes your view of the world, that you see things as He does with the love of His Son, Jesus. If you want to support His mission here in, at St. James through Chicago, go to stjames-lutheran.org and donate. Thank you for listening. So you run your clothes, you rip it, you do it when you're really angry. Happens a lot in the Bible. Does that summarize what I just said pretty well? Uh, so, but I think it makes sense. So even today, you'll go to a uh, an observant uh, Jewish funeral, and it's actually an official thing that maybe you've seen this at funerals. Um, you are de- you could be designated to rip your clothing a little bit just to demonstrate your mourning. They have rules and everything for exactly that. So it's it's an official thing that's done. But I think it kind of makes sense when you're really upset about something. If you ever, uh, you're not going to do anything extreme because you're just enough smart enough not to do something that's going to hurt somebody else. But you might punch a hole in the wall. Anyone? Just me? Okay. Uh, You might throw something at someone. (laughs) You've done something violent inwardly with your own stuff. Because you were that mad, you were that frustrated, you were that upset. Um, I wonder, too, if we see that in people's self, uh, um, self, physical harm, people that do that to themselves. I think there's something there. You just want to hurt yourself. You just want to rip something apart. You're that upset. Does sin make you that upset? What you've done? After you said something terrible and you've ever done that before, you just come to your realization. I know you've always done something terrible, but you come to that realization and you're like, I can't believe I said that. I had to just go there and get that mad about it. Or I can't believe I did that. Or I hope nobody finds out. That was me. That was the old me. Anybody get upset about sin? Sometimes I wonder. We don't really get that upset, but the way we speak, the way we act, I think it's easy to do that because we kind of think that those people are sinners, that people are in jail, those are sinners, the really awful deeds, extreme things, those are bad people, and we don't get really that mad with ourselves. This maybe might be healthy. I also not sure if we're very self-reflective. Every day, just kind of reviewing, who are we? What have we done? And I wonder if we don't do that, because it's kind of scary to really look in the mirror and to actually be honest and see the way that you have hurt that relationship, the things you've done in the past, and you thought you forgot about it, but it sits back there. It's frightening to do that, and I think it's easy. (laughs) Just pretend everything's fine and don't look into that abyss. What's kind of interesting is God, through Joel, talks to the Israelites and he says that um, rend your hearts, not your garments. I wonder if God got a little bit used to the Jews who were used to going through the ceremony of Ash Wednesday. You know you're supposed to. You go to it, you get the ashes. You walk out by someone, you don't see someone who's hurting, 
You go right back to speaking to your wife like you were before. You go right back to caring only about yourself. You go right back to whatever it is. But you went through the motions. You're a good Christian. God kind of was looking at the Israelites like that. They had their ceremonies. They had their ripping of clothes. And he was a little tired of it. Fake repentance. Pretending like you care. But you don't. They didn't. And you could see how they acted. Who is like that? Who is like that? That's why I always wonder about Ash Wednesday. We put the ashes on. And it's good because that outward reminder to help us focus, it's fine. But then we leave and we wear it everywhere and look at me, I'm a repentant person (laughs) versus doing repentant things. But then when you start going down that road of how repentant are you, are you repentant enough? You're never going to come to the end of it. I mean, if you start really thinking about this, which I think is healthy to do, am I really repentant? Am I really upset? Why am I not tearing my clothes apart when I do something wrong or I get caught doing something wrong? Or sometimes God actually surprises us and brings us to that point of shame. Why am I not, am I shameful enough? Am I guilty enough? When I, when I say every Sunday, I'm a poor, miserable sinner, do I really mean it? Anybody thought like that? Am I really repentant enough? Do I believe enough? You go down that road of whether it's trying to find that feeling of sorrow that's going to make God happy or that change, that metanoia, that change behavior that's enough where you really let go of that sin and now, now God will see I'm really repentant and he'll forgive me. Anybody do that once in a while? When you go down that road Whether it's fake repentance, which is awful, or you become obsessed with it. Am I sorry enough? Have I changed enough? That goes forever. You will not win that game either. And brothers and sisters in Christ, the good news is that Ash Wednesday and Lent is actually not about you or about your repentance. It's not. Because the end of your repentance, first of all, as some, uh, I believe it's Ron Rosenblatt, California, Irvine, Concordia, said, all repentance is half-assed repentance. <laughs> if you go down that road of that perfect repentance, you will be in despair. Because the end of repentance is not you getting it right. At the end of repentance is Jesus. Christ is a consummation of repentance. He, (laughs) he takes it. He's a sucker for a sob story. We are here today, and I want you to grow this, this month, this 40 days, not in your repentance, but in Jesus' love for you. Only his absolute free gift of forgiveness consumes your bad repentance and gives you joy. And Lent is not about you, it's about Jesus. Because there was another one who likes to rip garments. It's our God over our sin. But not as you might think, in wrath and anger, punching a hole in the wall. But instead, God allows himself to have his garments ripped off 
and be placed on the cross for poorly repenting sinners like you and me. He allows himself to not just have his garments ripped off as if he was the one that needed repentance, but even being punished as if he's the one that needed to be punished. That's what Lent's all about. That's what Ash Wednesday's about is Jesus in his garment ripping and his death and all of your sins placed upon him. And as he stood there, as he laid there and said, it is finished, another garment was ripped, a veil torn into from top to bottom in the temple in Jerusalem, the barrier between God and man that our sins pushed away and caused a large barrier, broken, forgiven, washed away by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus. That's the garment ripping I'm focused on that we need to be focused on. Christ's garment ripping. His glorious taking upon our sins and giving us his inheritance. And that's why when we say repentance leads to joy, being honest with yourself in the mirror and every day, quite frankly, not being afraid to look at yourself in the mirror, we can do that because we are standing not in front of an angry God but we're standing in front of a God who loves us. I love what uh, Joel keeps on saying, right? Return to the Lord, uh, rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God because he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. If you don't believe it, there he is on the cross for you. This Lent, don't be afraid to repent. Don't be obsessed with it either. Yet even now, no matter how far gone you are, lost you are, even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart. May God bless you this journey. May God bless you as you learn to confess your sins and be honest. And may the Lord also bless you with faith in Jesus who says it is finished and you are forgiven. In Jesus' name, amen.